all, welcome to Mass, the Mike and A Rod Sports Show. It is what days? What, what's today? March sixth. March sixth, twenty nineteen. I am Mike. I'm A Rod, and um, we are here to preach on some fools. Preach on you, motherfuckers. On you, motherfuckers. We have a very special show today. We have uh, Joseph Lolly here from the Mark and Smart Connection, an awesome wrestling podcast. So we're gonna get to him. And uh, we're going to run through everything uh, a little sh- uh, in sh- shortly, but uh, let's talk about some shit. Some That's shit. Some, <laughs> right out of the gate that uh, that went down, um, I played in the regional. Yes. I was getting updates left and right. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I played in the... There was a poker regional on Sunday for World Tavern Poker. I played really well. I played well. I had a good day. I'm upset I couldn't play. Yeah, well, I mean... said so I pounded down, like, eight beers on my niece's first birthday. It's like, fuck it. <laughs> really? You are a degenerate fool. Savage. Um, well, I mean, uh, I play. I played really well all day. Um, I think the, the prediction question was, uh, where will I finish out of 100? But the funny thing was that the first game of the day had exactly 100 people playing it. So that actually worked out really that well. Was like, a good guess, actually. Those of you that don't know, didn't see my Facebook post, I did really well in that game. Came in second. Yep, I got the updates. Like <laughs> I just said, probably like two minutes ago. I gotta, I'm got i patting myself on the back on that, man. Cause <laughs> well, you set a goal and you hit your goal. Yeah, well, it was funny because uh, that first game for the regional is usually for prizes and stuff. So I walk in and um, you know it's crowded and everyone's registering and all that stuff at the front desk and all that. And it's a, kind of like a nightmare. So I, I go and I look over to like the prize table, and I there's like there's like some good stuff there. They had like a they had das boot Ooh. as like is like one of the, like the big glass boot. I'd love you know? one of those. I know. And I saw I saw that and I was like oh that'd be pretty cool to win blah blah blah. And then I saw um, there were like some bags and like hats and shirts That's and boring. stuff like that. Yeah, but usually like the little stuff. You know, a lot of bud like uh, Budweiser, Bud Light kind of stuff for all the losers. Crystal won a dilly dilly shirt, which uh, I'm probably eventually gonna steal so yeah i think she's wearing that last night she yeah she was wearing she wore it last night for yeah she wore it last night for poker um but yeah so i walk in i look i look at i look around the table and i i notice like there's a hockey stick there and there's like a rangers you know new york rangers hockey stick and i was like oh cool it's like you know hockey stick and then uh i talked to the director and she was like oh that's uh, it's actually signed i didn't see the signature when i first saw it I was like, it's actually signed by one of the players. And she was like, uh, and I asked her who it was. She was like, um, I, uh, Kevin, I was like, oh, Kevin Hayes. I was like, I, you know, that's former Ranger, former Ranger. And she was like, no, Kevin, she, she, I was like, Kevin Shattenkirk. She was like, that's, that's it. That's the guy. And I was that's like, him. oh, I told her right then and there. I was like, I don't care. I want that hockey stick. And she was like, well, you have to finish either first or second. Whoever finishes first gets the choice between the hockey stick, and then there was like a charity event buy-in oh. that they had to pay for. So you first or second, and whoever whatever the first place doesn't choose, the second place person gets. It's like, oh, all right, no problem. And I thought nothing of it, you know? I mean, it's a big tournament. I didn't expect to go. But I told her that was like the one thing I wanted. Aimed high. Aimed high. And then I finished in second, right? And... I get up from the table and I look right at the director and she like looked at me. She's like, "What place did you finish?" I was like, "Oh, I I just came I just came off in second. The game just ended. I finished second. And she goes, 
are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, so it was, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty gnarly how that went down. Cause I was like the one thing that I said that I wanted and I ended up getting it. So I won a Kevin Shattenkirk signed hockey stick. I mean, the, the guy, the guy chose to buy it. Yeah. Him. The guy who won could have really fucked you on that. And took the stick. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was, there was a hand where I would have, I would have flushed out on the river, but I folded, but it would have ended the game. Mm. So I don't, I don't know. Like I kind of kicking yourself in the ass like I did last night. Well, it was it was on the turn, so I, I had the flush draw, and then there were two callers. It was down. We were down to final four, and there were two callers ahead of me. So I was like, well, there's two callers, and I'm on a draw. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. I'm not gonna take that risk. So I folded. He ended up winning and knocking them both out. So he had a massive chip stack when we went heads up, and I took some chips back and forth from him. But I mean, it was pretty quick heads up. Uh, yeah, probably dominated. So it's kind of hard to come back from that unless you go all in like four hands in a row. Well, it was like it was like all in back and forth between him and me. So like the blinds kept going back and forth. So I just kind of played. He he was the one. He shoved. He kept shoving all in, all in, all in, all in on his small blind. And I just happened to not have good hands. And then I when I small blind, I'd shove all in. I just kind of played his game back at him. Yeah, it's a big and, fuck you there. Yeah, and and you know it just didn't. You know, when your head's up, it's 50-50. I mean, you, you yeah. can't really do much Just at that point. It. So shove it. But, um, yeah, I finished. Yeah, it, it was just her reaction, though, when I told her I came, on, I came out in second. She's like, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> After the conversation we had? That's <laughs> it. My goal, and I hit it, bitch. So, yeah, so eventually, hey, listen, we do video. That thing is going to look nice and shiny in our background. It is. Especially with the two Pittsburgh Steelers pictures we have. <laughs> yes. The, yeah, the Mean Joe and the... Uh, the Lambert. the Lambert, yeah, that's gonna look really solid. You got my all my bowling trophies behind you too. Oh yeah, bowling trophies. Don't hate. Oh, I'm a bowler. <laughs> Don't hate. I throw heavy balls. You bowl too. It's irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, that was really that was really exciting. It was an exciting. It was an exciting day. And even during the regional, there was 167 players in the actual championship yeah, regional. That's a lot. It was a lot. It was like it was like twenty tables, and it was the place. It was at a Knights of Columbus that they held it at. So it's a huge it was a, Knights of Columbus. It was a big place, but it was really like Jet like it packed. was hot. Like I was oh. hot yeah, in the beginning. Like miserable. Everyone breathing on each other. So close together. Right, and it was even what's he? I I feel bad for the players that played in the middle of the room because I was like it's even hotter. I was on a table by a window. Thank God. But there was a table right behind me with like a full table so like they were like right up on me so it was like i was wearing i was wearing my poker sweatshirt too like i couldn't i, I don't take you that don't off you're hot or you're cold so you're it sweating was so bad or you're freezing i i was i was sweating pretty bad but it was like cold sweat and you're trying to I was by the snow window too it started snowing during yeah. the game and the temperature dropped a lot it was really sunny when we started and then on the day out of nowhere yeah, out of nowhere. Stupid Mother Nature. Yeah, exactly. The last episode, Stupid Mother Nature. <laughs> stupid Mother Nature. Fucking bitch. Um, yeah, but um, during that, 167, I came out. I got knocked out when there was like five tables left. And I think like each table had like seven or eight players at it. So I'm thinking like 34th, 35th. That's not bad. Yeah, something like that. Crystal did well. She finished uh, around, around 50. I would have finished like first. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like first one out. <laughs> I'm, the season, I'm the season points champion. Nah, I'm also a bowler. I would have finished like the first one out. First, first one out. First one out, probably. First all in. First hand all in. 
Do it. Well, the, the good thing, the good thing I like about the regional is that because I, I play in this league and like I know, I've been playing it for a while, so like I know a lot of people who play also in that league, but we don't see each other and until it's the regional or the nationals. So, because they play at different venues at different times, and I just don't play there. Yeah, I like, you know, I like playing once a week. Yeah, so um, it's good to see all those people again, but at the same time, if you knock one of them out, you feel bad. I wouldn't feel bad. You know, you're there to win. Screw them. Like, I guess. I mean, I knocked out. I knocked out um, one of my friends, Adam, early on in the first game, and he looked at me. He goes, "Well, if it's, if it was anyone else, I'd be fucking pissed." He <laughs> 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 said, "I'm glad it's you. Do well." And I ended up finishing second. So he All was right. he was happy. And then he took a shit during the regional. He had a he had a rough day. Oh boy, um, it's like me right now during our poker season. I told you, if you win the season points, you're going to have a string of bad luck for a good long while. Oh, it's and been then, like three weeks. Yeah. Well, it, take, it takes about five to six like, before you start hitting like it again. I'm like bitch right now. <laughs> she just destroys me every time I go against her. She won three games. She won three games both games last week, and mm-hmm. then she won the first game this week. Yeah. She's on fire. And Crystal's finished in top three the past three games, too. The, she, the game she won. Jeanette won. Yeah. Yeah, and then she had, like, I think she had one top three last week. Yeah. Yeah, she came in second. Well, she's in first. I came in third. She's in first place in the standings right now, but it's still early in the season. I'm coming back for my title. I'm coming back to reclaim what was rightfully mine. Not a chance. <laughs> now that you're a full-time player? Yeah. I play poker and I'm a bowler. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> We really we want to extend a thank you for our new home. Yes. We are now on iTunes. Yes, we are. Feels good to be here. I feel different. The atmosphere is just we're widespread. Legs spread right there. <laughs> just <laughs> legs we're, full spread right like there. Like we're no longer a basement garage band anymore. Nope, you know, we're, we're now up in the world. We're starting to play venues now, so it feels good. Feels good to be in the limelight. <laughs> you know, I I was I was on our page and I looked at um, I looked at all the shows that's up there, and all of our episodes are up on iTunes. Yeah. If you get a, it, search Mass Podcast, you'll see our logo. We're the first one up there. Yeah, we're the first one up. So, um, Mass Podcast, you'll see it. But I, when I went on the page, and I saw all of our episodes up there, and then I saw the little E for explicit right mm-hmm. next to each episode, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that for some reason I don't know what it was, but that little e, it just I don't know makes it's me feel pri- good. It's prideful. Drop a lot of f bombs, like I was told by my brothers. He's like, you said too many f bombs last time. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. It's my show. <laughs> fuck off. Well, I mean, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, but all these kids listen to it. I don't care. Fuck them. This is explicit. What kids listen to it? Exactly. It's like I don't care. Parents, don't let your kids listen to this show. I don't care. Everyone listen. F you. If you don't. Oh, you're a newborn baby? Hey, fuck. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> my brother is his nephew. Well, my son, my nephew. He's newborn, pretty much. A couple months old. Hope he listens. Wyatt. Drop F-bombs early. We're preaching on these newborn fools. Fuck them. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was a very, it was very eventful week. Um, it's just a lot of shit happened. We're going to talk about it during the show, but, um, let's get into the real reason everyone's listening right now. Cause it's not because of us. Definitely not. There's no way it's because of you and me. Nope. I'm not that special. I'm, I'm a little bit more, so, uh, whatever. 
I'm a, I'm a bowler. <laughs> I bowl. All right. It's getting old. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I want to introduce you. This guy is um, one of the co-hosts for the Mark and Smart Connection. Uh, he's a really close friend of mine, uh, and uh, he just knows his stuff wrestling-wise. I've heard his show. It's an excellent show. Um, I don't really remember. Um, I don't remember his other two host names off the top of my head, but it's a good show. It's very informative. It's a very interesting. It's a very interesting way of doing a podcast. So we're going to talk about it. But guys, um, I'm going to introduce you, uh, one of the hosts of the Mark and Smart Connection, Joseph Lolly. Thank you, and thank you for having me on the show. And first off, I have to say, what the fuck do you have against bowling? (laughs) (laughs) Screw you, man. Screw you. (laughs) Bowling is awesome. You're you're outnumbered here. Uh, Well, I I mean, I'm a bowler, too. I just just haven't thrown a 300 like you two jerks, so... Hey, well, when you're in the prestigious class, um, then then, then you'll then you'll feel elated, and then you'll be like, "Man, bowling is great." I mean, if you look behind you, I got more rings than Tom Brady. <laughs> and I'm looking at them, and that's goddamn true. <laughs> Unfortunately, he still has more rings than me. <laughs> yeah. uh, Who's the goat of bowling? Uh, that would definitely be uh, Earl Anthony. Yeah, right now. Well, right Liv- now, living legend. Living legend, I would have to say that would be Jason Belmonte. Yeah, I would have to say that. Yeah, as an animal. I'm gonna go on record in saying I have zero idea. I've never heard these names before. Well, watch the PBA on Fox yeah, Sports, you and you'll see who the hell but, these people are. Because you, Norm Duke I've actually watched... just won back-to-back titles after not winning a title in 11 years, mm. and that's very damn good. One so of my Norm... friends is probably one of the best in the world too. Female, Danielle McEwen. Shout out to her. Stud. I think I she's a guitar right now. No idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, you know Danielle, I hope. I think. You know her, say her name again? Danielle McEwen. You know her oh, two brothers. Me, brother I, and sister, Nick yeah, and... I know Nick, yeah. yeah. He's a stud, too. Better than me. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> well, if you guys are listening, uh, I'm sorry about that. No, yeah, <laughs> I hope they're listening, because they're going to States this weekend, but good luck. Oh, nice. Good yes, good luck. Enjoy cool. States. States were always fun to, to go bowling in. Yeah, they were. Four. I'm bowlers. I'm going mass podcast. I think I'm, I'm going to throw something at whatever's closest to me. <laughs> um, hey, so Joe, so what's going on, buddy? Hey, not much. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> so your show, uh, Mark, yes. the Mark and Smart Connection. Yes. Um, What's what's it what's it all about, man? Let let everyone know. All right, so yeah, the Mark and Smart Connection podcast is uh, we got three people: me being the connection, uh, my other co-host Jesse Disbro, he is the the smart of the group, and uh, the other co-host Matt Cooper is the mark of the group. Hmm. So we we've been known as one of the most well balanced wrestling podcasts out there because of. Just by by other wrestling podcasts, actually, uh, they've tweeted at us and saying, "If you're listening, if you want to listen to a good balanced wrestling podcast, listen to this because you have one that you know gets excited about everything. You have one that l- knows the history like back and forth about wrestling, and then you have me who could go either way about something. Uh, so yeah, Mar- Matt's the the mark of the the thing where he." He only watches the pay-per-views because he doesn't have cable. As I intro in the, the beginning of the podcast, he doesn't have cable, so he only watches the pay-per-views with us, and he gets all his information from the internet. So we have the segment, the Matt Recap, where we explain all the stuff to him, 
and then we go from there. We have our topics of the day, and we finish off our show with our one, two, three. Kind of like uh, Scott Van Pelt's one big thing in a way. But, yeah, okay. but cool. it, it's it's wrestling based with uh, the one, two, threes. Uh, we, I mean, I even mentioned hockey fans in the in the one, two, three. So, oh, right. so it, it, it's a, a wide variety of what we talk about in the one, two, three to attend the show. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a very fun show to 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 do and get along with I, I always have a good laugh i mean last last episode we had a intro of the matrix a little bit oh, i haven't <laughs> watched that in forever yeah <laughs> yeah we were talking about the the red pill and the blue pill and all of a sudden i said the one two three pill and then matt went on his one two three segment saying don't take the one two three pill. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to the end of that podcast but yeah the, the matrix ended up in it so yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's i mean it sounds Sounds really. So, what's the difference? Like, what's the real difference? Because I've discussed this with you, I've discussed this with you off the air, mm-hmm. but I haven't like got like we've gotten in depth with you off the air. But what's yeah. like the di- like what's the difference between being a mark, being a smart, or the connection? Okay. Like, what's the yeah? Being a mark uh, of wrestling is where you you're excited about almost every little thing and always excited for the faces of the, the wrestling shows and everything else like that. So you're like, oh yes, Roman Reigns, I love him. And then you're just like, yes, John Cena, he could, he could do no wrong and everything. And you just like, you're like the 10-year-old child, practically. That's exactly what I was thinking. You're like yeah. a 10-year-old girl sitting in the stands. Yeah, yeah, you're, 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 the, you're, the, you're the 10-year-old child and you think, all right, these guys are good, I have to root for them and, and you know, and these guys are bad, I must hate them and everything like and Because so, like, if you're, if you see Elias out there, I'm just using him as an example. You're gonna be like, I hate him. I don't like him. I yeah, love Elias. I know. I love Elias. I love too, Elias. So, I, mean, but, I hate him, but he's good with the crowd. So yeah, I mean, yeah. that's about it. Yeah. So and that that's pretty much what a mark is. A smark is is knowing what the wrestlers are like, knowing that okay, this is just their character in a way. They could be good, or they could be faces or heels and things like that. But you you like them because of how they are presented and how they perform and everything else like that. You, you don't just be like, okay, I like this guy because he's the good guy. No, no, you, you even like the bad guys because you, you like their talent. You, you, you see how well they work. You see what they put in. You see their dedication with everything. So that, that's the typical smirk is, is you, just, you just enjoy wrestling as, as is. And me being the connection, I bounce it for, back and forth both ways. I mean, the, the, I, I geek out about some things, and then I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it, it's, it's, I'm, the, I'm the, the balance because, the, like, uh, Jesse, he, like I said, he watched wrestling since he was a kid. He actually met Shawn Michaels twice. Oh, and has nice. his autograph and things That's like cool. that. Uh, and so he's been a fan of wrestling for a long time. I've been on and off with wrestling for a while you know there, there's been times i was like all right this is cool it's got me intrigued and then it's like why am i still watching this and then i'll take a break and be like okay i'm back and oh hey i really didn't miss much okay i'm good <laughs> yeah like a lot of stuff's repetitive yeah. so yeah and, oh, yeah. Then, and then the marks you'll you'll have which is matt i mean granted he only watches pay-per-views with us but he still knows good wrestling matches when he sees them so it's it's just like you know that that's the way the three of us are with that. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think you are out of that? I'm hey, definitely Rod, a smark. I, you're, I'm a smark. I'm a hundred percent. 
Because I could get character. Like, I could heal. I think... Certain people, I think, are bad heals. Just, like, Nia Jax is an awful heal, I think. Yes. Yes, she is. You love love John Cena? (sighs) He's... I mean, he's a crowd favorite, always, but... I think I know what it is. getting old. I think I know what it is. It's the five moves of Doom that you can't stand. I can't. I can't do it. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm on that boat. I can't yeah. do it. Those same five moves all the yeah. time. I mean, like Roman I, I Reigns. Like, Roman Reigns is the same way too. He has yeah. five moves. But I mean, I like Roman, but I like, yeah. I like, uh, it's, see, it just gets repe- it just gets repetitive, and I can't. I'm I actually the opposite. I like Cena. I can't stand Roman. I. Like the, I have mixed reviews on both. Uh, I like John Cena because you know I like I like John Cena because he's decent in the ring. He gets the crowd going. He, 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 does. he knows how yeah. to promo. Yeah. Oh, it's a great but promo. I, I I just I just can't stand how he's how he's treated in in WWE. He just kind of got shoved. Yeah. And it's has, the same moves. He has the A Rod treatment. Yeah. With John Cena, it's either it's either clothesline punch punch. Oh, signature move. Clothesline oh, no. punch punch. Signature move. So. Well, shuffle. Here's the thing with the difference I see with Cena and Roman Reigns. Cena actually puts some variety into some of his matches by like doing other people's moves and things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he, he, he had that. the ability to do that, and he was so over to do that to where he wasn't looked down upon for trying to do that. You do whatever the fuck. Is he wants isn't John Cena one of like a few handful of people who gave the Rock the Rock bottom? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Now That's you amazing. see my problem Stone with Roman Reigns. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, he's now you know the, the the pure baby face since he came back from leukemia, which 100%. I yeah, have my which, own opinion on. Yeah. Um, I the reason why I don't like Roman Reigns is because almost everything that he does is a Superman punch. Yes. Yeah. It's everything that he does. well, I mean, <laughs> uh, to go to to kind of counter that, I mean, he. Most of his matches recently have been against opponents that can't really wrestle, wrestle. So like, like Brock Lesnar can't really get True. into a yeah. match. So like the Superman punch and the spear are really the only thing that yeah. Brock can really take. He can't really put on a decent. I mean, he did against Finn though. I did like that match with him and Finn. Yeah. But it was a good match. But I mean, like that, like wrestlers like that, that John, that um, not John Cena, that Roman Reigns goes against. I mean, he can't really do many other moves. Yeah. But he sells it. I mean, Roman Reigns can sell a match. Roman Reigns can promo. I think Roman Reigns would be the most phenomenal heel. Like right now, I get it. You you know, you're fighting leukemia and stuff, and Mm -hmm. we're happy you're back. And have your babyface moment and the shield and everything before Dean leaves. Mm -hmm. I get it. But after that point, when you start getting back into wrestling and the leukemia stuff kind of goes in the back burner... Go heal, man. Yeah. I think everyone's been yeah. waiting for. He'd he, be a great heel. He has to go heal. Now like if he, goes... like if he turns on Seth, and then those two have like, like Seth wins the title at WrestleMania, and then those two have like a like, like yeah. Roman just goes heal. At how, how like, he comes on, out to congratulate him at WrestleMania and just and turns just on him annihilates him at WrestleMania. I think you get the same re- reception almost like Becky does right now. Right, I love because, yeah. because, I love Becky as a heel. Yes, I love it. Yeah, uh, honestly, Becky to me is not even a heel. Right no, now. she's like she's, she's like stone cold. She's right a now. stone cold. Yeah. She's the female stone cold, right? Yeah, she is. The stone crowd. Cold right the, now. She's not a heel. She's not. She's a heel on the show. Supposed to be a heel on the show, but it's really Charlotte Flair mm-hmm. as the heel because yeah, he, the crowd is so behind. She's doing Becky. whatever the fuck yeah. she wants. Ah, it's great. I love it. I love it. I love Becky since the beginning. Honestly, I and, yeah. I and I honestly, always, it's the red hair. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fetish are you into? <laughs> <laughs> this is a sports show, goddammit. <laughs> right. I'm um, getting there. We're talking about the cheerleaders. <laughs> um, so that's cool. So, those cowboys. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's that's really cool, man. How long have you been on the air? 
We have been on the air for almost 100 episodes. We're it's up lot. to... That's uh, awesome. We're up to the, the mid-90s right now. So we started right after WrestleMania a couple of years ago. And we're... WrestleMania the, Hardy, the Hardy return? WrestleMania? Uh, Orlando? I th- actually... Right? I don't remember. I think it was that one. So that or the one in New Orleans, maybe. Well, that was that was WrestleMania two years. The two years ago, what number? The Hardys came. What number back. are we up to in WrestleMania? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was like just before that WrestleMania, we started out with, okay. with everything. We we were maybe four or five episodes in before that WrestleMania. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Because we're- and the reason why this podcast came about is because. I wanted to watch Elimination Chamber mm-hmm. when, like, when it was uh, the tag team Elimination Chamber, the very first one with New Day and everything like that. So I wanted to watch that, and my friend Jesse gave me his codes for the WWE Network. So I was watching it on my stuff while he, <laughs> he was at home. And then our buddy Matt, who was also the other part of the podcast, he's just like, you guys want to play Overwatch? He's like, oh, we're watching wrestling. He's like, wrestling? Really? Wrestling? <laughs> All right, fine. I'll watch with you. What, what, what are you doing? How do you watch it? He's like, you got to buy the WWE Network. All right, how, uh, how much is that? Ten bucks a month. Ah, screw it. For ten bucks a month, I'll watch it. And then, <laughs> you know, it became like a, a drunk podcast without recording the podcast because we were just watching the wrestling. And then the drunk us were like, we should record this shit. And we're like, yeah, we that would be fun to do. And, um, well, we just got to watch what we say half the time. <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> because of what we don't what we don't say on the air is totally from what we do say on the air. I think I think what's what's crazy about that though is cuz your your subject content, you know, wrestling, it's a lot of kids, you know, pay attention to yeah. and stuff, yeah, so I get it, but So, yeah. no cursing on that show for me. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> well, no, I I don't uh, I don't know. I don't know if you've if you guys have heard cuz we've been mentioning the show for the last few weeks. If you've heard the show, um we're gonna be on the show, yes. me and A Rod. Fuck yeah! Yep. So yeah, so we're kind of doing a you know. Yeah, it's a it's a super pod pe- podcast crossover. Super as I, podcast, as crossover. I mentioned in uh, the Twitter uh, feed. If you if you watch <laughs> that, awesome. it's gonna be a lot of uh, voices going at once. Oh yeah, yeah, five different five people. That's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be good. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna um, be very interesting. So so that's great, man. That's that's really yeah. cool. So we'll 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 get more into that, but uh, let's do. Uh, our first sponsor, and then we'll move on. Our first sponsor is Burning Hour Designs. It's a candle company by Lindsay Knapp. It's my wonderful girlfriend. Just want to throw that out there if you're listening. I hope brownie, you're listening. Brownie points, really? I got to throw really? them in there. You're going to use the show for brownie points? Yes, she's listening in the other room, too. That's so. fantastic. Smooth That's <laughs> <laughs> 100% all natural soy candles. Got some good scents you got. Uh, cappuccino, espresso, birthday cake, lavender, vanilla, blueberry cobbler, for all you basic bitches. Basic bitches. It's the last cold day of the year here coming, or tomorrow, get your pumpkin spice latte. You big candles, small candles, she does party favors, anything you need, birthday, anything. I don't even know, anniversaries, instead of a, get a set of flowers, get some candles. They'll last longer. If you spend $40 or more in... The sh- uh, the shop you got ten percent off if you use promo code Mass Podcasts. You can find her on Instagram. You can find her on Facebook. You can find her on Etsy. Etsy.com slash shop slash Burning Hour Designs. Same with Instagram and Facebook. Pretty sweet. Yeah, it's good. You ten forty dollars or more ten percent off. Correct. All right. In my head, I, I don't know why I heard 
ten dollars forty percent off. I was like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 it's forty dollars ten percent off. <laughs> um, yeah, sweet. Yeah, check her out because uh, uh, I don't where we record. Her candles are literally everywhere in the yeah, place, so it's it smells Wonderful. awesome in here. So it smells. In words of Mike Moan, so that's phenomenal, phenomenal. Smell. Yes, <laughs> that it is. I want to hear Joe say "phenomenal." Phenomenal. Ooh, I <laughs> felt Rolls. it. I felt it. Felt it in my sack. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving okay. On. Moving on. Anyway. Yes, please. <laughs> um, one big thing that happened between last episode and this episode was Bryce Harper signed a thirteen-year monster deal, three hundred thirty million dollar deal. With no opt-outs, no trade clause. signing bonus too. He's gonna retire a Philly. He is. Uh, yeah, I have my doubts about that. You really think so? Oh God, yeah. Because the last time a person got that big of a contract was Rick DiPietro of the New York Islanders. That's true. And you know how long he lasted? Oh, nope. Five years, and that hmm. was and he, and that was a. 15-year deal. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. That was a 15-year deal, if I'm not mistaken. I and he even, only lasted about five years. I didn't even realize his deal was that lucrative. I knew oh, he, yeah. I knew it was like long-term, but I didn't even realize yeah, it was it that was long. Yeah, it was a very lucrative long-term deal. So when I heard Bryce got 13, I'm like, God, the Phillies are idiots. Because Phillies, it's, because it wasn't if a, you think about it, if it, he gets hurt... Yeah, I mean, but no one's worse than the Mets because by the time his contract's up... Bobby Bonilla's still getting paid an extra couple well, of yeah, Don't get me started on the Bonillas, man. That's a whole different... <laughs> That's why I throw that out there. He still has like three more years left on his contract after Harper's the, the, contract's the over. The Bonilla deal's a whole different ball game like, and a whole different 20, topic 31. that I could just, you know, spat all over and everything like that. But, no, the, when, I, when I saw that deal with Harper getting that much money, I'm thinking to myself, if, Her- if he gets injured... And he's out for a year. If he like tears his Achilles or anything like that, I'm not saying I hope he does or yeah. anything. But if he happens to do that, how do you think Philly's gonna feel about that? Because he's not gonna return the same way. Because just no look way. at Rollins. Granted, Rollins tore his Achilles when he was old and towards the end of his career. Yeah. I I, I just don't see that that being a good thing for Bryce it's, himself. It's because a tough comeback from that injury too. Exactly. Right. So if he has one bad injury. And he and just I'm gonna if he yeah. almost becomes David Wright in a way yeah then it's like poor Mets it always comes back to the Mets somehow you're a you're a fucking Mariners fan shut your whore <laughs> mouth hey we haven't been around that long so fuck but, off but yeah uh, that, I, that's what I see about it it's just wow the thing why? the thing the thing about it though is that that deal I mean thirteen years you're stretching three hundred thirty million through thirteen years it's what that's about it's roughly like twenty five and change a year twenty five twenty five point something yeah. and change um that's really not the that's really not the max cap contract per year so it's actually it was a smarter move to stretch it out that long and i think harper wanted that secure wanted that security yeah. anyway yeah and 330 is is a record deal but at the same time you're stretching it out so long that actually kind of gives philadelphia some room later on even though um his pay, next year. his pay will grow for his pay will grow every year, yeah, but it still leaves that room. So I think what's what's the max cap? Is it thirty one? Oh god, or I something like that? Or I think so. Something like that. So like it's. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense um, from Philly. Like it wasn't a huge fuck up of a signing for them, you know. But at the same time, like it's thirteen years. 
What do you expect's going to happen in four years? What's going to? What do you expect's going to happen in How next old year? Is he? He's like what? Oh, he's young. He's young. He's like, like uh, twenty. Is he twenty-five or twenty-six? Something like that. I know Something he's like young. But okay. uh, not to interrupt. I, I I am correct about the Rick DiPietro. It was fifteen years, and that was back in two thousand six. So that's, that's crazy. he's got two more years left. That's crazy. Yeah, but he hasn't played since yeah, like two thousand nine. He hasn't played. Yeah, he's been on so the radio. That, that's how that's a nice guy. That's how chilling. Bad loving life that contract right now. is. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> loving life. But that contract it had did it have any clauses any any outs? Uh, it had to have. I'm, assu- I'm assuming it had to, but uh, I'm just like I just typed it in, and that's the very first thing. And so back in 2006, he signed a 15 year deal, and wow. and so yeah, I don't know what uh, things were attached to that contract. I, I don't want. I don't even want to get into it of what those details are honestly because no, that's, that's out of this world I, I, could, I could probably go on a different rant just for, from that alone <laughs> listen man you know bottom line is i'm just i'm just fucking happy it's over me too because our the, our last four shows have been about harper machado and harper, oh, yeah, yeah. machado hopper and then it was just harper 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 Come on, I mean... Now it's all Keiko now Gonzalez, Keiko Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah, Keiko, Gio, Keiko, Gio. Yeah. Here's honestly, the thing about the, uh, the Mets. We need them. Harper stayed in the National League East. Um, um, Wegeman came out and said that, oh, well, we've been, we've, we've been playing with him when he was in the Nationals. We know him. We know his scouting report. We're used to him being here, so it's not going to change anything, which I think is fucking bullshit. Oh, if God, you want to make the Mets are stupid if they don't go after a starter, they're honestly, stupid if they don't go honestly, after Gio I'm, or Keiko. I'm gonna back that up a little bit and say they were stupid for re-signing Familia. No, I like Familia. I like Familia to be a setup man. Oh, uh, to be a setup man, not a not. We have Ed, we have Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz is mo- one of the most elite closers in the game. Thank yep, you, yes. thank you, Mariners. All right, fuck yourself. Boom, a bowler. All I have to ask. What are you smoking that you like familiar? Because uh, he was sitting, solid, but did he like he beat blows somebody? A lot of saves. That's who. Because he, he he'd be going into a game without a save opportunity and then come out with the save. But, no, yeah, but nobody's yeah, but worse than Tyler Clippard. Ridiculous. But he's but he he was the reason why he became an the reason why he became the closer was because he was such an elite setup man before. He's back on as a setup man to Edwin Diaz. That's a you're not. Yeah, what are you smoking if you can't say that that's a good one-two punch in the bullpen for the I, Mets? I'd rather see somebody else in Familia. You really think so? Yes. So like, like they should go for Kimbrel. Oh yeah, I definitely. As soon as I knew Kimbrel was still a free agent, I'm like, hell yeah, let's go for him because I wouldn't mind Kimbrel yeah, in that bullpen no, either. But because honestly, if you think about it, if you have Kimbrel, you still and, need a starting pitcher though. We need yeah, a starter. Yeah. That, that we have no depth, and our fifth starter is Jason Vargas. Yeah, I know. We're not going to yeah. be able to win against Philly or the Nationals. Mm-hmm. We're actually right. we're actually looking at a fourth place finish in the division because National League su- East is a fucking shit show. I'm surprised they haven't developed Gazelman more. Well, I mean, because Gazelman when he came in to start when they first brought him up, was he looked good. fine. Yeah, but then they brought him to the bullpen, which I think kind of messed them up a little. So I, I, I can have that effect on yeah. people because you feel like you're getting demoted going to the bullpen. Yeah. But he was, but when they moved into the bullpen, though, he was the only designated long reliever. True for the Mets. So yeah, it's still. I mean, it was a demotion because he was out of the rotation, but at the same time, he was still making sem- making semi starts. But he was also being put in the game like second, third innings. Yeah. So when someone gets like forty pitches in the first inning, mm-hmm. take him out. 
Yeah, and so I mean, it kind of balanced. It balanced out, but not really. Yeah. So I get what you're saying, though. He should have been more developed, but at the same time, I I like Gazelman. He looked great when he was a starter, but yeah. like, what are they thinking? They're gonna roll know. with Jason Vargas as the fifth yeah, starter? No, I, I don't know what they're thinking. But I'm putting I'm, like I don't know me back there for the starter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the, <laughs> the freaking monster hands. You know it. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> good for, they're good for bowling balls. That's about it. <laughs> Um, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. The National League East is going to be a fucking zoo this year. And oh, that was it's like always, it's it's always the main storyline all year long. Yeah. It's always a zoo, that yeah, it, the, division. The, the NL East is definitely going to be one of the tougher divisions this season, I think. But I you mean, know what? It's, it was, it's, always, it's always been a zoo because they either all suck at the same time yeah. or they're all really good at the same time. And I think we're at the good part. I think all the... Ex- yeah. Well, except for the Marlins. Fuck the Marlins. But like... All right. Four out of the five teams are like solid teams. Yeah. So like. Actually, I I, I would say Atlanta more than the Marlins. I like honestly. I like the Braves. No, the Marlins are Marlins are bad. I know. I'm saying except the Marlins. The Marlins are just bad. They're rebuilding. Why am I yeah, saying the, that? Oh, no, Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta is good because you can't really they flip have, a coin though. Pick a team. Uh, you got to spin a dreidel. Well, Atlanta. I retract my last statement do. because I wasn't paying attention <laughs> that well. <laughs> Atlanta's good because they have they have young solid players on their MLB roster. And their AAA, AA affiliates, they have one Kuna. of the strongest farm systems Stud. in the league. I think it's like the second best in the league. That's what like, bothered me last year with that streak he had to go and the guy hit him or like broke his hand. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's yeah. Stupid. That's that was stupid. real childish. Yeah. Well, as, as a Mets fan, it's okay. But it's not okay. Yeah, you got to spin a dreidel just to pick who's going to win the division in that one. I know. It's going to gonna, it's gonna be tough. That's It's going to be a tough year, but hopefully the Mets stay healthy. My guilty or not guilty last year, I said, what What was it, that at least four... Last episode, not last year. Last episode, excuse me. It's, it felt like a year since the last episode. So it was much like has happened. like seven days. So much is... Shh, I'm a bowler. Um, so, um, <laughs> um, I said that um, at least four major injuries will occur before opening day for the Mets, and now there's three. Yeah, we only got one and a half left. Because Ligaris is a half. Yeah, he's useless. It's going to happen eventually. But um, Ahmad Rosario got smacked in the hand. I mean, the scans were negative, but... He won't be starting. He won't be playing until a week into the season, I think. Because hand injury is kind of big in baseball. I mean, you only need you your hands. You kind of need your hands. Yeah. Um, Severino might miss opening day. I saw that earlier today. I think today. so. Um, but how about, since we're talking about before Machado, not Machado, yeah, Harper signed that big deal. How much do you think uh, Trout's going to get next year? Oh, I'm going to talk about that. That's my guilty or not guilty. Okay. I'll talk about that later. A um, ton of money. A ton, yeah. So there are a couple of rules that came out for baseball. Um, I think it was earlier today, or was it uh, yesterday? Well, uh, what it said, uh, according to Bleacher Report, because I, I, I got the same alert, it's that what they're going to be trying to implement into 2020 to, for the 2021 season. That's what That's what they're going to try to do, which is... Uh, twenty-six man rosters, the the three batter limit for pitchers, and uh, what you call? It? I forget what the other one was. Was pitch clock? No, no it wasn't the pitch clock actually. Um, Universal DH? Nope, that wasn't it either. I don't know. I forgot what the, I I actually just looked it up and I can't remember what it was. Um, but so. I mean, the twenty-six man roster is not preposterous. I mean, it's twenty-five now. Like, I mean, it's one, one more person, one extra, fine. Um, but 
Joe Joe had a, a theory. Want to make it like hockey, right? He said. Yeah, uh, honestly, because I've talked to a lot of people saying, you know, having more players would be nice on the team and things like that. But you know, one extra player is is good enough. But I'm like, you know, why not? If you're always wanting more players to be on the roster and and kind of get rid of the 40 man roster in a way because you know come September everybody's like why you have 40 men on the roster in the I first think, place well I think the 40 man roster is more for like the rule 5 draft and all that stuff yeah, yeah. things like that but it, it's but they, they say that's what slows the game down in September September is the, that 40 man roster so they're they're actually looking to minimize that too to like I think 30 or oh, something wow. like, yeah I th- it's a big difference it's yeah, going to make the rule 5 a lot better yeah, it's going to make a lot too, of prospects yeah, what, I'm, what I think would, would be the best thing to do is for the whole regular season you have a 28 man roster but you have 3 scratches so you still play with 25 people on the on the field that day and then you just have 3 players that are just like healthy scratches like you do in hockey yeah. now my theory would be is that those three healthy scratches are those three starting pitchers that you know won't be pitching that day. Because if you think about it... Yeah. You'd have like you, three batters and substitute for them. Exactly. Right. Because you could always keep the next starting pitcher available that's going to be going the next day. And if it happens, go to extra innings. Guess what? Yeah. There's your really, there's your long reliever. I was yeah. just, I was just starting yeah. pitcher. That's, was, a, that's a good idea. I was actually. just going to chime in about extra innings. Yeah. And, uh, that yeah, makes be, sense. Because then it's like, okay, the next day, you don't have to worry about the rotation because you just start again with the, those those guys that were scratched. You just put in your next starter and then put them in as a healthy scratch because... You scratch the pitcher who pitched the previous day. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's not a bad that idea. That opens up roster spots. Yeah. But what is, what is that going to do for the affiliates? I mean, they're obviously, if we're going to 28 with three scratches, then triple A, double A, single A, all those... All the minor league teams, they're going to have to do the same, but that'll open up more for the draft. Exactly. It'll open for the first player draft. It'll open up more for um, prospects who just haven't found room on a team to kind of prove themselves yeah. more on the lower squads. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be more opportunities for the players if that happens. I think that's you've heard it, you heard it here first on Mass. No, that's a I've been that's I've a good been, idea. I've actually wrote <laughs> it's a great idea. Blogs about that long ago, like a few years ago, and things like that. I've a lot of thoughts about baseball, um, like the DH and things like that and all the other fun stuff. I mean, I even uh, recently saw a couple posts about the DH instead of, you know, having the DH hit for the pitcher, have a 10-man lineup. Yeah. That, I saw that too, and I'm like, that's actually pretty interesting. Well, that'll, I, take, away it, that'll take away a lot of at-bats. Yeah, it would take away a lot of bats. I, I, I thought about t- that too. And I think like some of the star players on the squad, they wouldn't really want that. Yeah. Because they want as many at-bats at as possible. Well, I feel like we had that in Little League though, for the extra hitter. But yeah. the pitcher always hit. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, it's Little League, bro. I, I've actually oh, I'm just thought, I've actually thought <laughs> just about Just throwing it out there. That's, yeah. literally, that's yeah. Little League where at-bats... Don't be a douche. Yeah. That's Little League where yeah, at-bats at bats weren't really that big yeah. of a deal. Like, at-bats... Hey, I want to get my at-bats in a Little League. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Oh, I'm competitive. I'm a bowler. <laughs> but, I mean, that's another... Stab you. That's another thing I was thinking about, too, this, this, this universal DH rule. Because, honestly, as a National League fan, I love the strategy of the game more than anything else. Knowing when to do a double switch, take the pitcher out, and doing yeah. all that other that's what makes the game intriguing for me. And now, pin, pinch hitters and stuff, yeah, too. Like yeah, it pinch adds, hitters, it adds, yeah. 
to it. Because to me, the American League is just like, here's my lineup. Have fun. Yeah. So yeah. good luck. Yeah. So what I was thinking with this was, I had thought about this a few times, is have a designated pit, pitch hitter. So Ooh. you could use him once every three innings in the lineup. So, but you can't use him for the pitcher because the pitcher should be hitting because he's on the field, and plus he would only get about one to two at bats a game anyway. Pretty so, much. You're, so, so it would be a, it would be a ten man lineup, not with really. a designated DH. No, someone no. would come out. Like, no, say, it's like... still nine man lineup. But if you want to use a pinch hitter, just just for a moment, you could put in substitute that guy in without but, losing their but what, without the spot losing, on the field. Yeah, without yeah. losing the spot on the field. That's not a bad. That, idea. That's what I wanted to ask. Yeah. You're yeah. Taking away a take away an at bat for a on field position. Yeah, you take away an at bat for a person that's on the field, but you still have a designated pinch hitter. So where, you like I said, you only use him once every three innings. Yeah. So you're not like constantly throwing him into the game. It's it's just like that. And if you do use him for the pitcher, obviously you lose the pinch hitter and you lose the pitcher. So, hmm. so you basically you would be able to put him in anytime you wanted, right? Or you would yeah. have to anytime have within, it so the innings inning. one two innings one through three, you have a chance to put him in once, and then innings four through six, you have a chance to put him in once. Okay, and then four and seven through nine, you have a chance to put him in once, just for any point in the game where you think like, okay, I have a big situation, like I have two men on, and there's two out or something like that. And I know that my designated pinch hitter will be a good at-bat for this pitcher that's coming up. Yeah, that would be good. So I want to put my pitch, pitch hitter hit and then still have my guys still be playing the field. Now, I also had some caveats to this des, this universal pinch hitter rule was that you can't tease him into the on-deck circle, meaning like if he's – if you, you he's in the on deck circle. He's got to hit. Yeah, yeah you can't pull him back out, right? Because then that just that just slow the game down. So you put him out there. That's it. He's he's there to hit. You you can't do anything with it. I like it. I like so that. So that, that was one caveat with it. And like I said, if you pinch hit him for the pincher, then you lose both. Hmm. I like that. That's that's actually really it's an intriguing thing to think about. Yeah, it's it interesting. would it would change the game. Yeah. It would, and it still creates more. More position players. You would still have similar at bats too. Yeah. For all the star players out there too, they would probably not. They wouldn't dwindle too much from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little bit, but not anything significant. Yeah. Who cares about them anyway? Yeah. Fuck Harper. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll, I'll, it'll, all these rule changes. I mean, a lot of people would argue because baseball's been around for so long. It's such a tradition yeah. that people would just you know march on Washington about it at this point with the way the world is. But I mean. It's very intriguing. I really do like um, the 28-man roster thing. That was a really good idea. Um, what else is a really good idea? Um, sh- getting cakes done. Yes, they are. <laughs> That'd be a great idea. Um, There's Always Room for Dessert is a, um, a huge sponsor of ours. Uh, it's done by the uh, amazingly beautiful Crystal Flynn. Um, you can find her on Facebook and Instagram at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. Um, look her up for any uh, any of your needs for bake any baking needs that you may need for any events. She does full table spreads. Um, she full on decorates any type of cake you ask. She made all kinds of different cakes for different uh, events. She did a cake for a soldier coming home, which came out phenomenal. It's one of the um, 
one of the most one of the most premier cakes that I've seen her make, and it was like this fondant kind of mix of just red, white, and blue, and she used like crushed graham crackers for like sand. Like she like went all out. Uh, she made like a, a Fortnite cake that came out really cool. Um, she's just she's a phenomenal cake maker, and she made you know cupcakes, donuts, any any cake. She made cake pops at one point, like anything that you may need for your uh, event or for any type of um, atmosphere, or hey, if you just want to sit on the couch with your hand down your underwear, just pig out on some sweets. And, it's me every Monday. You know, it sucks though, because uh, Crystal is my amazing girlfriend. I know she's listening, and she's the, the light of my life, but I gave Screw up... That <laughs> <laughs> I gave I gave up uh, I gave up sugar. Uh, it's been about a week and a half, and I haven't had much... Um, Until today. Oh, okay. Okay. I did have a little bit of sweet tea today. I mean, you had to because today was empanada day. It was empanada day. I had to have some some of that ice, some of that sweet, you know, that good, that good, that good stuff. Had to get me some. But uh, it was. uh, I I feel a little better, but at the same time, like, come on, you're gonna crash. My my girlfriend's a baker. It's crazy. Screwed yourself. You screwed the pooch. Yeah. Well, I I didn't think it through. I should have did a carb thing, but whatever. Um, I know Mike and I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm a bowler. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, check her out. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. Her name is Crystal, and she will hook you up. Word, hook you up. I still have yet to have some, so I'm still pissed. Yeah, this she's is, fucking up, Crystal. We'll do something. Um, we uh, we have a little bit. Uh, we have a little bit more time. Let's do. Uh, let's talk about the NFL. Let's do it. Let's talk about the NFL. Who do you want to talk about first? Um. I uh, I do want to talk a little bit about the Antonio Brown thing because there's been some stuff that happened this week that. Are you um, sure? Because I know this is a very sensitive subject I'm, for you. I'm very much okay. Uh, <laughs> that I'm. I think I'm over it. It's been three weeks since it's I blew been, up. So yeah, you blew up um, bad. It was pretty bad. I was, tr- uh, I was trying not to laugh the entire time too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, uh, I do want to talk because uh, he went on LeBron James's show. Oh. The Barbershop? What is it? I don't even know the fucking name I of the show. I think so. Something like that. Um, he went on that show, and he just kind of tore Ben apart and everything like that. Now, I just I just got this thing. It's the latest NFL headline that AB could be traded by Friday. Yeah, I saw so, that today, too. Um, I think one of the things is, like, uh, I want to I want to hear from you guys in the, in the comments and stuff. Like, where do you think he'll end up? Me, personally, I think the Raiders are going to try to go for it. I mean, we'll see, we'll see where that goes, but... Um, Anywhere but Pittsburgh. Fuck him. Get him out. Jamie need that crybaby. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's all I'm really gonna say. Like he he's been he's been such a diva. I mean, he recently had an interview and he said that he might he doesn't even have to play football. Yeah. And in my opinion, I hope you just fucking leave the league. That'd be nice. Play in the AAF. So we are where you won't get paid. <laughs> where you won't get paid. It's all about the money for him anyway. He he said I'm a millionaire. I don't need to play football. I'm a millionaire. I'm an entrepreneur. I can do what I. Yeah, he's getting paid five hundred dollars to How old is see happy birthday. Again? He's thirty. I think so. Thirty. I think he's thirty. Thirty. Thirty-one. Still too young to be thinking like that. Honestly, still too young to be thinking like that. And he's um, he's too he's too he thinks he's God's gift. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he thinks he's LeBron of basketball. Of like football. like I'm make me and A Rod are are on record huge Steelers fans, and I'm almost feeling bad about cheering for him all those nine years he was with us. At the he just he ruined it for me. He ruined the past for me. Yeah, me too. Now watch the Steelers without AB go to win Super Bowls. I would love every single one of that. 
And then Ben just like, oh, Ben, you just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do? I'm going to go to A.B.'s house and laugh in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Here's your ring, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let me indent it in your forehead. <laughs> a la um, Ace Ventura style. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <We're in safety. laughs> like we um, did do the all exact same thing. <laughs> They're saying for the AB, uh, the AB sweepstakes that the Jets are out, the Cardinals are out. Uh, the three new teams that are making making uh, moves for it. Uh, let me pull it up right now. One's the Raiders. Well, one is the Raiders, and then um, I think the Cardinals. They said the Cardinals are out. Oh yeah, you just said that like thirty seconds ago. I did. Um, why is this not telling me what's going on here? Um, Tennessee Titans, Green Bay Packers. Packers. Oh, please do not go to the Packers. Oh, yeah, you're a Packers fan. Right? Yeah. You're... Uh, I'm a Giants and oh, Packers yeah. fan. Let's talk... I'm, I'm sorry, people. Yes. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about this for a second because this is, this is a huge debate what? I've had with. I've known Joe for a little while now. So we've. Uh, on During football season, when. Because he. Because I work with Joe. And he would come into work during. On Sundays when we used to work on Sundays. He used to come in with a Giant jersey on with a Packer hat on. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. <laughs> And we used to rip him apart for it. You can't, you can't do it. You can't do that. It's like being a giant a Jet fan. It's just, I mean, listen, yeah, that makes zero. Well, that makes zero sense. I mean, if I can understand if you're a Packer fan for Aaron Rodgers, like if you're an Aaron Rodgers fan, but you're a Giant fan, because I'm a fan of players on different teams. Yeah, me too. But I'm a Steeler fan. But yeah, no. I'm always going to be a fan of the Steelers, no matter who's on that team. But like, you're both Packers yeah. and Giants. Why? Hey, here's here's the reason. I grew up. A Giants fan. Okay. Now, God help I'll, 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 I'll give you a short history. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'll give you a short history of what my family was like in, in football. Okay. My dad grew up a Jet fan. Ugh. Joe Namath left and became a Dolphin fan. Now, my brother grew up a Jet fan, and now he's also a Broncos fan, too. What the So fuck? he's a Jet and Bronco fan. Makes no sense. I grew up the Giant fan, and then the only reason why I also became a Packer fan is because of Brett Favre. Okay. So, That's understandable. So now, why don't you switch to Minnesota when he went to Minnesota? Because he played just as well in Minnesota as or he the did Jeff Green Bay. Uh, or, oh, or the I, Jets. I, yeah. I've, I never liked the Jets. It's, it's, just, like, it's almost like the same thing with me because I was an A-Rod. Obviously, I'm an A-Rod fan, but I liked him in Seattle, but I stuck with Seattle. Well, your name's also A-Rod, so that also yeah. makes sense. But yeah, that that that's what happened. Like I I was watching Packer football when Brett Favre was around, and those were good teams back then, also. Yeah, they were, and it, it kind of made me root for them more. And then when the, also when the Packers went to face the Patriots in the Super Bowl that year, I was really rooting for them because also I'm saying to myself, I'm an NFC fan. I have to root for the NFC. I can't root for the AFC. I'm always anti New England. Yeah, doesn't well, matter what was, sport. This was that's yeah, way before Tom Brady. Yeah. way before Tom Brady when that Super Bowl happened. So that, that now, now here's a question: When they play each other, who do you root for? I just watch a good football game. Oh, you're such a piece of shit. That makes sense. I hate. I that. watch a good football game. I fucking hate that. It makes me itch. I'm a serious fan, but during the football season, I am rooting for whoever's on my fantasy team. Don't well, care who it is. I became. Um, I'm a huge Steelers fan. I have been for a long time. When I was a kid, I used to be a Cowboys fan, but just because Ugh. I. I know, but just because when I was a kid, I used to love Troy Aikman. I used to love Emmitt Smith and Michael Irving. Those. 
those three guys to me they were awesome but then like i started you know learning the game more and i just eventually switched to pittsburgh my dad was a steeler fan in the 70s blah 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 usual story but um recently i'm a steelers fan but i also um some teams that i am a fan of like i do like the lions only because one of my best friends when i went to high school with word was drafted to the lions so then i started following the lions and everything he got drafted in the seventh round I forgot what year, but he got drafted in the seventh round. His name is Brandon Hepburn. Eventually, hopefully, we'll have him on. Hope so. Um, but um, he got drafted to the Lions, so I started following them. So I actually started to like, you know, enjoy the Lions. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna walk around wearing Lions shit. My my one of my grandmothers lived in Tampa, and I when I was down there, I bought a Tampa Bay Buccaneer T-shirt. Have you ever seen me wear the Tampa Bay Buccaneer T-shirt? So. I don't think so. But I bought it because I was in Tampa. I'm not a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. But at the same time, there are reasons why I like certain teams. But that shit that you just said makes me want to jump out this window behind me. I'm Please sorry. Don't. Am I making pu- puke rainbows and everything like that? Because I'm spitting out so much sugar and sweetness before both of my teams. Please don't mention oh sugar God. to me. Please don't mention sugar to me. <laughs> oh, Sunshine. my God. This is bullshit. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm sorry, but the, uh, I'm I'm still a Packers fan, mainly because of Aaron Rodgers still and everything else. Uh, those, Makes sense. That, that, that the team is great. I like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And the Giants have been my team since I was a kid because of Sims and LT. Yeah. The, I I grew up watching them, but I never knew who they were. Unfortunately, until you know I got older, my memory actually caught up. <laughs> but you're but you're but you're fans for the same reason I just said that you're yeah. fans because of players that played there. Now you're a fan of that team. I used to love the Cowboys because I liked Troy Aikman and all them guys, yeah. but I'm not now. I fucking hate the Cowboys. Me too. I, I hate but the I Cowboys like... from day one because of those three guys. <laughs> See, that, that, well, makes, that, nah, that makes no sense because they're awesome. If you're but... a true Giants fan... You hate the Cowboys no matter what. I, I, you no, don't root no, for I, them understandable, whatsoever. Understandable, <laughs> now, but... do you think it was all the defense that won those two Super Bowls or was it Eli Manning? Honestly? Shut up. It was; those were miracle plays because, honestly, I even though even as a giant fan, even as a giant fan, I'm saying, "Holy shit, who the fuck did they pray to and who did they pay off?" The defensive line <laughs> gods. Yes, because my God, both between David Tyree and Manningham. Yep. Those who's, two. Who's catches. David Tyree? Exactly. I'm who's, just kidding. Who the fuck is that guy? Now? I know who that is. <laughs> That's the only thing he's known for. He took Pretty a much. shit after it. Well, because the Giants didn't give him a chance after that. Thank God That's... for David Tyree, and I'm also a bowler. <laughs> Listen, you could shit on bowling all you want. I'm but not I shitting on bowling. 16... I like bowling. Okay, yeah, I was going about to take like your head I'm with just... a 16 pound bowling ball. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you guys, but. You guys are. Oh, look at me. I'm a Steelers fan. You're outnumbered here. I'm not wow. mocking you. I'm mocking him. <laughs> Wowzer. You're a Steelers fan. I'm glad to meet you. <laughs> Could you tell all the Steelers stuff around, my, around this thing? Really? I didn't see any no. of that. <laughs> oh, are you a Steelers fan? I haven't noticed. <laughs> no. Really? I'm I didn't g- know what the black and gold was. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a golf fan. <laughs> That's what we got. We got to we got to go golfing. That's a I whole, can't wait. That's all another thing. Yep. Um, free uh, free agents. Uh, it, what's insane about this NFL, and then we have to move on. Um, the the secondary class. This draft is heavily defensive line. That draft is coming up. It's defensive line. It's linebacker. Um, but this free agency. Well, speaking of the Giants, Landon Collins. Landon, yeah, Landon Collins. 
add him add him to the you know listen to this list. It's you got Earl Thomas, Landon Collins, Tyrion Matthew, Lamarcus Joyner, Haha Clinton Dix, Adrian Amos, Kenny Varak, Vicaro, uh, Vicaro, uh, and Eric Weddle. Mm. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight studs, studs for secondaries. Well, All right. To be honest, I, I've only know two of those. All right. Because uh, for me, for well, I hope, it, I hope it's the one former Giant, the former Packer. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Oh, yes. Okay. Such <laughs> you don't know. You don't so. know Earl Thomas. Honestly, when when it comes to secondaries and defense, I only remember a player if they are really, really horrible. And one of them I remember is Brandon Flowers, who was so, the Giants. So if you do good. I'll remember you somewhat. If you do horrible, you're ingrained in my brain to hate you forever. So that's why you know the Packer and the Giant player. Bang, bang. I get it. The Haha Clinton Dix and uh, Landon Collins. I, I understand it. LaMarcus Joyner was a Jet, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that sounds so, right. I mean, I only know that he was on the Jets because um, Crystal's a Jets fan, so I kind of follow it a little bit. But... Ugh. But uh, she told people. she told me not to tell anyone, but she's secretly switching the Steelers. Yes, let's of me. go. Now it's on air and on iTunes. Everyone knows. So yeah, so that secondary list. I mean, the free agency free agency should be buzzing right now. Coming to Pittsburgh, we use a couple. I I would love at least three of those names on Pittsburgh. I mean, that would that would certainly revamp that defense. Well, suppose Eric Whittle wants wants to stay in the AFC North. Yeah, well, he's also um, Ben Roethlisberger's really close friends. It's pretty famous, famously so. I mean, they've been playing against each other in Baltimore and Pittsburgh for years, but they always um, they always say hi to each other. They always exchange. I think they I think they lived together. They were roommates, or I think they went room together in college. I don't really know the story, but they're really close friends. Well, come to Pittsburgh, him and Ben. Nice. So, I would I would love. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have a said, lot of money. He said that he would play for. There's one team in the AFC North that he would play for. Pittsburgh. I'm thinking it's Pittsburgh because of Cleveland. the relationship. No. <laughs> Who wants to play in fucking Cleveland? Apparently, They're an upcoming team. Apparently Jarvis Landry. So. <laughs> I just saw this thing. Uh, speaking of Cleveland, I just saw this thing. They were their linebacker. Scroll, 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 scroll. They got rid of their linebacker. So like a four-year deal. Jamie, yeah. They, yep. got, they got rid of uh, um, Jamie Collins. Um, who they got from New England, right? That's the same guy from, the yeah. Guy from New England? Yeah. yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, the Browns are one of three teams that want to trade for OBJ. Honestly. The Browns, the Raiders, and the 49ers. Well, they can't offer a first-all-road pick anymore, so... No. Honestly, as a Giant fan, if the Giants got rid of Beckham, I would be 75-25 on that decision. And 75 meaning I don't mind it. 25 would be, all right, you got rid of a star player, but he's been... Too much of a head case lately, and he hasn't really shown anything to say. Hey, I'm going to like be mature and actually be a good football player. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, he's he's just been out there. So it's all about the but money you, with him. You can't deny yeah. the talent, though. Yeah, no, the talent is there. It the it's the mindset. I think it, uh, that, he's, 
annoys me about him. He has this thing off the... The only thing that I remember from OBJ off the field issue was the boat thing. No. But that really that, wasn't that big of a deal. That didn't th- bother me. That that was, of course, because they were shirtless on a boat. But, I'm just wait, kidding. I'm, yeah. I'm just... <laughs> Where are they I playing in Green Bay, too? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on fire today. Um, yeah. Uh, they were playing in Green Bay. Yes, they were. Because they thought they were real cool walking around yeah. shirtless in Lambeau when it's like two degrees. Yeah. Well, they were, real, they were real in, cool. Weren't they in Florida for did that they, picture, though? Did they get blown I mean, out that went, game, too? Yeah, yeah they did. They okay. got just, yeah. Since that photo was taken, the Giants have taken giant shit since then. Yeah, pretty much. They kind of cursed them. But what, what really bothers me about Beckham is like, those celebrations, like he was peeing like a dog and things like, it's like, come on now. No, are, I think are, are you, I think they're great. Are you now they no, actually cel- allow them? Cel- cel- well, the celebrations, certain celebrations, I understand. Seattle Seahawks got them down pat. Yeah, they they're do. great. Yeah, th- those celebrations are fine, but then when you like do those kind of things, like Beckham did, I'm like, just just be like Barry Sanders and give the ball the ref to the, the uh, ball to the ref and you go back to the. the I'm sorry. It, it, th- those kinds of celebrations annoy me. Sen- a scenario for you right here. Okay. OBJ, mm-hmm. Antonio Brown in Oakland. Oh. Together. Yeah, a bunch of first round picks to offer too. Here's the thing, though. That's a fucking circus. Well, here, here, here oh, oh. with with John Gruden as the head coach. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Here's the thing. And they're going to Vegas. Are you kidding me? That'd be a shit show. Take all my money here. Take my money. <laughs> 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 Here's what I would put out to that: If they happen to be both in in Vegas with the Raiders like that, who's going to be complaining more about not getting the ball because they don't have a quarterback? No, here's <laughs> here's what I'm here's what I'm saying to you. Here, here's here's why I say that because those two receivers expect to go to places where they're the face of the organization. Antonio Brown said, "Wherever I go, it's going to be Antonio Brown show." If he goes to Green Bay, it's not going to happen. It's the Aaron Rodgers show. If the he goes, big chess show. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, but if those two are on the same team together, yeah, the talent's there. But oh my god, yeah. oh my god, it's gonna be a fucking roller coaster if that it happens. Is, be a, yeah. Imagine that Circus Ole. It's gonna be. Yeah, man, that's fucking circus. Um, for all those who don't know, that's Doink the Clown music. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's and so I, I I mean the Raiders are listed on here. The 49ers um already said that they pulled out of AB talks. They don't want AB even though they showed so much interest, but then all the shit happened and then they smartened up. So I'm actually happy that the 49ers did that. But that would have been a good fit cuz they could have offered us pretty good for it, but if Antonio Brown is going to be traded by Friday, that's that's the newest like... report that came out. So they must have something in place right now that's serious enough to say that. What picks do the Raiders have? Uh, the fourth, I think. Hold on, there was a mock draft that I think they had. Wait, well, fourth? Oh, I don't know. Would they still be able to do trades even though it's not the new league year yet? I thought there there was a. It was like March. No, 10th. no. Um, they. So that... You can you can make trades, but free agency doesn't start. Gotcha. Until that's right. That's right. That's right. Certain point. You can't make free agent deals till a certain point. Um, the trade deadline started right after the the trade started right after the Super Bowl. They have picks four twenty four and twenty seven. Four twenty four and twenty seven. So I would like the fourth pick. Why not? Me too. That'd full of nice. full of defensive linemen. They have four defensive linemen going in the the twenty nineteen mock draft. They have Kyler Murray going first overall to the Cardinals, and they have the next four picks. 
being defensive linemen. Nick Bosa, Quinnen Williams, Josh Allen, and Rashawn Gary. That's crazy. It's such a heavy defensive line class. But now if we get the fourth pick, do we go after a wide receiver? <clears throat> or go after like a linebacker? I would... Um, mm, I don't know. I would. You know what I would do? I wouldn't go wide receiver. I would sign a free agent wide receiver. I would, I would go after... Um, Demarius Thomas? Demarius Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, could come back to Pittsburgh? I would like... After I, all the, the shaming he did of Pittsburgh? Yeah. I would I would go after Emmanuel Sanders over Emmanuel Sanders over Demarius Thomas, but I think I think Demarius Thomas would be a good fit because he's such a veteran and he can still he still has hands. With Ben throwing to him, he'd probably look better, and it would look it would look better on Juju. It would take away from Juju. I'm really scared if I'm, I would be really scared if Juju from the Schuster is the only receiver because then he'll just get double teamed, and then what do we have? Ryan Switzer. Ryan Switzer. James Washington. Eli Rogers. Eli Rogers. Darius Hayward Bay. I hate Darius Hayward Bay. Jesse James is not gonna stay. Yeah, but the Cowboy. Mark Mark McDonald though showed showed that he, he can he, he can catch and you mean and this Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald. What did I say? Mark. I don't know what the fuck Mark McDonald is, but don't know. I think he was a member of the you know new kids on the block. <laughs> <laughs> Mark McDonald. Marky Mark. That name. That name is familiar. I think it's a sports-related name. All right. In, in, in any case, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Just like we'll see what happens on Facebook when we watch Blue Falcon play. It's a big Cowboys fan. Big Cowboys fan. Uh, Blue Falcon is a Facebook video game streamer. If you're not in the streaming world, today is his birthday. Today it is. Happy birthday, big, Joe. Big three zero. Yeah, that's huge. Sorry, I can't be there. You know, we got more important things to do. You know, for all the mass holes. Um, go check him out, Blue Falcon Gaming on Facebook. Um, predominantly Fortnite, but uh, you know he plays Apex. And... No, it's more uh, Fortnite now. So he's switched to PC. Yeah, so yeah, he's playing on PC, so it's predominantly Fortnite. But go check him out. Find him on Facebook. Awesome streamer. Um, really, uh, really phenomenal dude too. A lot of fun. Check it out. Is he phenomenal. Phenomenal. Okay. Phenomenal. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. So. Um, real quick, uh, we spoke about some baseball. We spoke about the NFL. Of course, we have Joseph Lally on the show. Uh, we spoke a little bit about his show, um, a little bit like that. Uh, I was told by my wonderful co-host that we need to talk about hockey more. We'll try. I don't really know much about hockey, but I don't know as much as well, Joe Well, look who's here coming to save the day then for your look, show. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. Um, the uh, most I can say is, uh, you know, I can talk about the Rangers. I can talk about like the the Zook trade and all that stuff. I mean, it, it was upsetting because I did like Zook, but I watched his interview about the trade, and it was kind of like, eh, yeah, you know, New York, New York gave me good things and everything like that. But you know, I'm really excited to be here. You know, it was a very general interview. It was more probably business related, well, but Lundquist's interview. Uh, oh, te- yeah, he teared up. He, he broke I down crying. Hated it. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, but What the hell is that? Here's the thing, though. I can't do it good. Here's the thing, though. Uh, what I heard, Zook could actually come back to the Rangers after the end of the season. Because he is a free agent. His contract's so, up, yeah. Yeah, so if they just used him as a rent-a-player... That'd be good. That's not a bad deal. Because they got pe- draft picks out of it. 
Yeah, but Dal- Dallas has a decent uh, money line where yeah, they could they, offer him a Yeah, a Dallas has, does deal. have a decent money line. But, was, but if if they just traded him to Dallas to get, get picks and use him as a rental player, it, and he comes back, perfect. Did we get a first-round pick for him? Yeah, I think so. So, hey, guess what? First-round pick material. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why not? Use him as a rental player. He comes back, signs with New York. That would be perfect. I'm just, it, it, I mean, yeah, it sucks that he got traded. I hate it, too, because I was a big Zook fan. So was I, yeah. So, Zook was Zook yep. is awesome. I love him. He he's he's one of a kind, honestly, on the ice. He really is. But I did. I I mean, I love that um, Zabanajad. I like Z- still, I like Zabanajad. Yeah, I love that he's still a Ranger. And what about Kevin Shattenkirk? Yeah, Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> he's one of the better defenders in that that conference. Yeah. So I mean, that's huge that he's still there. Yeah. You know, he, I. I, th- I think well the, the Rangers what what their status is is that they're rebuilding but they do have players to build around which yes. is which is a good thing. Why do they get rid of everyone to the freaking Lightning? Why? Yeah, that I don't. I don't know. It's the New York Lightning and it the really Tampa is. Bay Rangers. It really that's is. It. That's exactly it. Man. But, I don't know. But here, here's what I think the Rangers should definitely do is get rid of Mark Stahl. Yeah, they I agree. They should do like three years yeah, ago. Yeah, because Mark Stahl has not produced any kind of points within these past He's three miserable. years. He, he, I mean, you barely even hear his name called when he's on the he ice. Can't, he can't stay healthy, right, too? Yeah, no. I mean, he's good to block shots, but that's it. He hasn't, you know, had a real assist at any point in time. He hasn't had a goal in God knows how long. Yeah. He, he's really just been kind of another body on the ice doing nothing, which is kind of sad. I mean, put him into a different organization. Trade him away because he needs a change. Yeah, he Because... I'm he, tired of looking at him. And we yeah. need a change from him. Yeah, that too. So We could use a better defenseman uh, than Mark Stahl. We could use a, a more... Mark young. Stahl's been around a while. I don't yeah. know what his contract status is, but we could get some pretty good prospects I think out of could. him too. And yeah. that's a good way to start rebuilding really around Zibanejad and, and Shattenkirk yeah. and all those guys. I mean, and my man Jimmy Vesey. How long is Lundqvist going to be there? Lundqvist, I think, is probably going to be there for... One or two more seasons. Okay, that's yeah, it. That makes sense. I mean, I don't know what his contract status is, but I could see that being the limit because because right now it's scary because Lundqvist is such a staple in in yeah. the Rangers' history, mm-hmm. and he's still playing. But he's I I think it's dangerously close to him looking like it's not as sharp as it used to be. It's da- yeah, it's yeah. dangerously close to him looking like a liability more well, than an here's asset. Here's what I think they could do since Georgiev is almost the same as Lundqvist. Have Lundqvist teach you or give. Have him be like a mentor. And he's ha- not and, bad. Yeah, and just have him switch roles. Have Lundqvist be the backup and have Georgiev be the starter. And you could still split them in a decent amount of games between the two of them and be all right. You could save Lundqvist because when it comes to playoff time, Lundqvist does turn it up. He does. Yeah. He does. Because well, he's, so, he's so used to it. Yeah. You know, he's... He, he turns it up and he knows how to be focused during the playoffs. So... If they could even just get Georgiev playoff ready and build around both of them at mm. the time, I, I think that would be a good fit for the, for the Rangers at this moment. I mean, it might not it, it might not be too long term, but if they look at it down the road to where they could develop more goalies in the minors and get those guys up there once Lundqvist leaves or gets traded or whatever. Then they then they'll be set because that that they just need to get better defensemen on that and uh, honestly the fo- I don't see anything wrong with the forwards right now the forwards are pretty no, good no I I'm, so I'm it, fine with it it's just the they just need like two or three different defensemen 
just to, as like you know those healthy scratches, just yeah. to rotate the line, keep everybody fresh, and go from there. And I, I think they'll be set. I mean, I don't know what their minors look like right now, but if they're coming up through the minors, then okay. But we we need a slow, small change because this was definitely a rebuilding season for oh, the Rangers. Oh, hundred percent is a rebuilding yeah. season. Well, they the, their minors are not really that that in tune. They're not that yeah. deep. I mean, there are certain certain positions like they do have they do have decent goalies coming up in the yeah. minors, but I mean, the, I mean, the one, the, I think that's because they were preparing for Lundqvist's leave the last yeah. four years. So the one goalie prospect that the Rangers have, uh, he's has a zero point. Eight two goals against average, and, yeah. and that's Jesus. like, yeah, and that's within twenty games or something like that. Yeah, so it's it's phenomenal what he's doing alone right now uh, overseas because he's playing for uh, international, not not one of the the international leagues, but like inter, like international countries. Like I think Russian, I think is or Slovakian. I forget what it is, but he's playing for the country. Playing for the USSR? <laughs> Not that old. <laughs> do you, do you believe in miracles? I love yes. that movie. I can watch that on repeat. <laughs> I watched it. Was Still the, get the chills every single time. It was the anniversary of that, like, a um, couple, couple days ago. Yeah. yeah, it was the anniversary of the of the. Still get miracle. the chills every time. Yeah, no, that's one of those moments where you, you, no matter if you're born or not, it's gonna it's gonna hit you honestly. Yeah, <laughs> couple of couple of NHL headlines, and then we have to move on. Yeah. A couple of NHL headlines, real quick, is that uh, I know I don't really want to stay in this division, because um, I'm because we're all Rangers fans. Uh, the Bruins Johansson uh, was diagnosed with a lung contusion, but he is out of the hospital now, so that's a good sign. That's always a good sign. Um, and uh, I really don't want to mention this because I can't stand the dude, but Mason Crosby. I know. Don't shoot me that look. Mason Crosby just reached 1,200 career points. You mean Sidney Crosby? Sidney Crosby. What did I say? Mason? Yeah. What is wrong with me today? Mason like, Crosby's the, the Packers kicker. Mason oh, Crosby out in hockey. Sidney <laughs> Crosby. Crybaby Crosby. Yeah, crybaby. I'll just call him that. What is wrong with me today? I don't know. You're smoking something. Sidney <laughs> Crosby reaches 1,200 career points. Fuck him. Um, and uh, NHL legend Ted Lindsay passed away. Yep. Condolences to the NHL world. Those are some of the uh, just some of the headlines that are recently out. Um, before we uh, I, before you do move on to the next segment, I will say this about overall the hockey league in general. Mm. The Western Conference is definitely going to be a tight and phenomenal race for those two wild card spots because the Minnesota holds the bottom spot with seventy two points, mm-hmm. and as of right now, Anaheim, who's in eighth, has sixty one. Oh shit! So it's gonna be. That's gonna it's be close. still it's wide a, open in the West. That's a photo finish. As in the East, right now Montreal has seventy nine points, tied with Pittsburgh for the final wild card spot, and the closest is Florida above the Rangers in sixth with sixty eight points. The Rangers have sixty five. The Rangers, I don't think are going to make it. I highly doubt Florida's going to make it, but you never know. People could get on a tear. It's possible. So, that's the joy, that's the big thing about hockey that yeah. that sport is so um it's it's it, so swinging that it, it, the momentum of a of a, it's a win one win alone could jolt you yeah it, well, momentum is so one of the biggest the, things in that the sport. lightning have a hundred and six points yep yeah the lightning have a hundred and six points what and, the fuck yeah, yeah. 
They're gross. No, no one is close to them whatsoever. No one else is even in the 90s. The Flames are at 89. I think that's the second highest. That's, uh, with Boston, yeah. That's gross, dude. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, the, Toronto, the, the Tampa Bay is no one to mess with right now. They've only had 16 losses altogether in the season. They had two, yeah. <laughs> two goalies with 10-game winning streaks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Two it's unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's... Are they your favorite to win it all? Here's the thing, though. You win the President's Trophy. You're not going to win the Stanley You're Cup. not winning the nope. Stanley Cup. It's, nope. It has not happened in the longest time. No, so it's it's... It's out of it's out of this world how that ha- how that happened so long ago was the last time that it it's, yeah. it boggles my mind, but it, that's been the trend. Yep. Can we just say how the Devils were good last year and they're awful this year? Oh God, I don't know what happened with those you hear, guys. You hear that, Lindsay Knapp? You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? I'm not even a De- Devils fan. I hate the Devils, but I'm even saying to myself, "What the hell happened?" Yeah, to for that? real. They <laughs> like seriously, shit. like they were contenders last year, and all of a sudden it's just like, where did they go? <laughs> and fuck the Islanders. First place, though. I know. Pop fan sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope our I hope our uh, our boss is listening. <laughs> well, that brings us to our next sponsor, which has to do with bowling. bowling. It's high to our lanes bowling. in West Haverton, New York. It's a great family friendly bowling alley. It's uh, good food, good pizza. Best it's pizza. Fucking, uh, it's so good. I eat it every day. Last night I had uh, meatball and onion with extra cheese. Mm. It looked good. I almost stole a slice. It was, dare I say, phenomenal. Cheap prices. Phenomenal. <laughs> cheap bowling. They have a special on Sundays. They have good leagues. They're soon to be adding on stuff, hopefully. So we'll keep you guys in tune with that. But if you go to High Tour and mention our podcast, you get bowl two games, you get the third free. So it's a good deal. Can't yeah. beat it. Yeah. And uh, we're, no, we're no longer doing the questions. Uh, we'll, on the show, on the show, we'll be we'll post them. them on on we'll post it on the page. But uh, if you answer the questions right, you get two free games. Two free games. Um, just uh, make sure you just email us or just contact us on Facebook, and we'll uh, a rod will a rod will um, hook you up with uh, with with how you can. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you an email of the your two free games coupon. Yeah, can't beat it. Cool man, and poker every Tuesday. Yeah. Every Tuesday night. Or you watch me rage every Tuesday. But I gotta admit, I lost two games. I lost when I lost. I did not freak out. I did not throw anything. I no, stood up quietly. It was, it was very uh it was non A Rod esque. It was very uh it was very calming, but at the same time it was uh daunting. Cause I was sitting right next to you too the whole time and you were just quiet, not saying a word, and I was almost scared. <laughs> you slammed your chips. That was the only yeah. you slammed your chips after you didn't uh, you why didn't you make that call? I don't know. You should have. You should have made that. I, I obviously regret it now, but it's whatever. He bet, bet, bet. Then you hit the. Uh, I'm not gonna get into it because that's don't. gonna make me. Please mad. don't. You would hate me if you played with me in poker. I hate a lot. Oh, you're a, fi- you're a fisherman. You're a fisherman. You. You should play on Tuesday nights. Yeah, yeah come down. I, I, I never really fish when I go for poker. When I'm playing poker, I always just like to be the wild card. I always like to have people think about what I have. Oh no! It's like yeah. Luis. I, I yeah. I'm the wild card in poker because people when I, that is like Luis because I could go put something in I, I won't even say what kind of hand I would have like right right now but I could show you my hand after the the, the hands over and the people be like why why did you because like, hey I made you fold 
<laughs> now I kind of I kind of want to play with you, but I kind of don't. Those, those are the players I hate the most. Oh, then you have my head. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So yeah, check it out. Uh, High tour lanes in West Havistra. Um. Just a few quick things, then we'll then we'll sign off. Um. I want to talk. Uh, we have an out of town segment because Joseph Lolly is joining us today. Which, by the way, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate Seriously. it. Seriously. Hey, no problem. Um. Love to have you on again soon. Of course. Yeah, man. Um, we want to. We our out of town segment today is gonna be. Um, we're gonna do the same thing that we did last week, but we're gonna do it in Joseph Lolly's world. We'll talk about some rivalries in wrestling. What the best rivalry that you think <coughs> came through in uh, in any rest in any ECW WCW any wrestling? We're gonna mm. talk about some rivalries. Mm. And I the mean, first one that I can think of off the top of my head's got to be Stone Cold and Vince. Stone Cold yeah. Vince, I went to Stone Cold and Rock. That, well, that was that also kind of ties into Stone Cold and Vince. Yeah, yeah. Because of the WrestleMania match, was it eighteen? That sounds about 17, right. 18? Yeah, it was definitely in the the late teens that happened. Uh, Great, yeah. it was the greatest WrestleMania in my opinion. Yeah, because the whole card that was the that was the second TLC, TLC two was I think that so, night, yeah. and they also had Triple H versus Undertaker. Mm, good match, which was a good match. Um, but yeah, that WrestleMania when Vin- Vince came out and and sc- screwed the Rock over and though that was also the same WrestleMania uh, Vince versus Shane, where yeah. Linda McMahon stood up and fucking oh, God. <laughs> almost almost uh, took yeah, Vince's yeah, nuts off. Yeah, yeah. That, there's those there's those some matches I, I like to forget, and that's one of them I I, I forgot I, until I, you mentioned it. That was one of the better matches <laughs> I've seen, and that was like, like, that what? was again that was when Trish Stratus like mm. slapped Vince in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was when she was like she just came off of being a whore. All right, no, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, hey, what honestly, are you gonna say? My my best match has to be WrestleMania ten. Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels. That was good. The that was the ladder match, right? Yeah. No, the great the greatest match of all time is Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. At Res- was it WrestleMania twenty two? Something like that. Yeah. That no, that's the greatest match of all time. Why not? I the... still I watch that match when I'm. I was, I st- I've I've seen that match so many times. What the uh, was the TLC match with the tag titles with Edge and Christian and Oh, that was the a good Hardy match. Boys. That was and the like, Dudley. There was yeah. two of them. Yeah. Two of them. The, yeah. There was the first one was great. Was I think the first one was the one where Edge speared Jeff oh, from the God. titles. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was the first one, right? Yeah. The second the second one was the one where like where with, you know, Lita and Spike and um Lita Spike and uh shit. Oh. I don't remember who else, but oh, they yeah, got that, involved. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Rhino, Rhino. When he was skinny. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Back before <laughs> back before he failed at politics. Um, well, you can throw that rivalry in there. The Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys. Boy, Dudley's yeah. Christian. And Christian. Yeah, that, that's that, a that, huge. That, that brought the tag team division up a lot during that era. I it think. Really did. I think during that time was the only time the tag team division was up. Yeah. It's yeah. been down after and down before. Yeah, and it, and it's we talk a lot about tag teams on our podcast because we are. A fan of tag teams ourselves, and to see the way the tag team division is right now, we we are saddened by it. And I mean, so, you got yeah. I mean, you got to you got to think too. I mean, the women's tag team division now, that's gonna have elevated. Oh a little yeah, that, bit. That's, you know, that's that's, that's that's definitely gonna elevate. It's, it's still on. It's it's still on. It's uh, on. It's on an uptick. Training right wheels now. right now. Yeah, it's on an uptick. I don't know how it's gonna work though. Like, if the tag titles on Raw, so like, can you have a match like 
I mean, an open challenge on SmackDown, like on Raw. I don't, people from SmackDown. I just don't get how that works. I don't think it's gonna be like. I don't think it's gonna end up like on Raw SmackDown. I think they're gonna save those titles being defended on the major pay per views because all the pay per views are mixed now between Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. So that's just a way for. Raw and SmackDown to have like a little rivalry in between themselves using the, using female yeah. tag divisions. I just feel like they should have like the women's like the women have be like one brand and that they can rest on either Raw or SmackDown. Then you haven't listened to our podcast in a while. No, I haven't listened. Yeah, no worries, no worries. There's something weird with you with iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, for, for some reason... Um, I, for those who are listening that listen to us also uh, for some reason iTunes and Spotify have not been updating I don't know why it stopped at episode 83 we are still looking into it um, but we are still producing episodes you can still find us uh, on YouTube and everything else and, and Podbean and Facebook but for some reason Spotify and iTunes do not want to update we're still looking into that so hopefully they'll update soon so oh, okay. I'll, I'll mention yeah, that's, that now because uh, mm-hmm. when I checked you up on Spotify, nothing's changed in yeah. a while. So yeah, it's I, it's weird. We don't know what happened, so we're we're still looking into the ether of what happened there. Oh well, <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, either way, I mean, yeah. eventually it'll work itself out. Yep. But uh, I guess we can all agree that the biggest wrestling rivalry is uh, Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say that because it's. Been there for what twenty years now? Since well, the, since why, the draft, why since not? The original draft. Yeah. Raw and well, WWE and WCW. Yeah, but at the same time, when they when they did that invasion storyline, it was good, and then it just stopped. Yeah, it felt it was it wasn't that great of a storyline. Like DX thing. Int- invaded WCW mm-hmm. on the tank. That was that was really good. It was good. I when when Shane, when Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon came on uh, Monday, Monday Night Nitro and bought it. Yep. I would have to say, that Epic. was at a time when I wasn't watching. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Those were one of my good. balls. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, uh, that, that storyline, it was good. Like, it was a good premise. Yeah. And it was a good time for it. Yep. Because, like, Paul Heyman was, Paul Heyman was an, annou- um, an announcer at mm-hmm. the time. And he was announcer for WWE. And then all of a sudden, like, this invasion took place. And then Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman got really involved. And then you got guys like Eric Bischoff got really involved. Um, Shane McMahon and Stephanie McMahon, you know, yeah. went against their father. It kind of made Vince into a babyface at the time. Yeah, it did. Which, which is is crazy to think about, but I mean, baby, it was babyface at like seven years old. Yeah, but it was <laughs> it was it was one of those things that was like it made it made sense the storyline because at the time it, it was really good because WCW yeah. and ECW were both struggling at the time. Yeah, but then just the way it ended. Was just kind of they had that huge tag team and wasn't even that crazy yeah. of stars in that match, and that just kind of ended it. Like it wasn't really like, there wasn't really anything to it at the end, but the premise of it was really good. Yeah. What I think will be a bigger rivalry now is WWE versus all the indies. Mm. Yes. AEW. Yeah. Yep. New Japan. Yeah. All these wrestlers that yeah, especially just AEW right now. Their, their, their star power is growing. You know you're going to see Dean. I, I expect Dean to be signed up. Yep. I'm, assuming, I'm, I'm expecting him to sign. I mean, I'm expecting TJP to sign. I'm expecting yeah. Ty Dillinger to sign. Yep. Because they want to wrestle. They've been kind of put Refused. to the back of the, the locker room for many years. 
So I mean, Kurt Hawkins is fucking still on TV. Come on, give me a break. Well, you Kurt, I, I would have to say this though: Kurt Hawkins still has an interesting storyline going with him. So yeah, one, well, they, made, they made it interesting. Yeah, they made it. They made an interesting storyline where they could they could still use him. The losing but, streak. But it, it's also sad the fact with these new NXT call ups taking over the recent NXT call ups. Yeah. So it's like. Granted, Champa just—they just reported recently he's going to be out for a long time with neck surgery now. Oh, so he—he's going to be giving up uh, the NXT title. So yeah, it's—it's it's going to be rough for those guys. So, well, I mean, I we'll we'll see. But I mean, with the, with the rivalries in wrestling, if we're talking about WCW, ECW, I mean, you got to go Sting Goldberg. You know, you got to yeah. go um, NWO versus. The entire yeah and yeah show of Monday mm-hmm. Nitro and WCW. I it's. I think the but I think what do you think the biggest rivalry is and then we'll go to guilty or not guilty. I think it's, the tag team ones. That's what uh, I think. Because yeah, it because well I mean that built up a whole division. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's what I think. Yeah, the Dudleys and Hardys and Edge Christian. Yeah. Captain Charisma. You got you also got rivalries. I mean, I can t- you know, there's so many ones, but yeah. you can talk about like Undertaker versus Kane, Undertaker yeah. Mankind, Undertaker Mankind. God, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's. I think one of the I think one of the one of the better ones was when um, Edge was facing McFoley, because those two can both promo and those two can both wrestle. Oh God, yeah. So mm-hmm. that was a really good rivalry in itself. It wasn't too long though, mm-hmm. but that hardcore match was awesome. When yes. Edge speared McFoley through the fire, the table on fire. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was that was a that was a good match. Yeah, um, but that was a good rivalry. I um, Under Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, was huge. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, versus, let's, let's can go on forever. Yes. It can go on forever, but the best rivalry, in my opinion, would be Stone Cold and Vince. Yeah. Be Stone Cold versus Authority. Because yeah. honestly, that's what brought the whole wrestling regime up out of its norm. That was the and, Attitude and, Era. Yeah. It just and it that, just made and, it worth it. And that that's yeah. what blew up wrestling was that rivalry alone, which brought brought up WWE. WCW and ECW at the time, it, yeah. it just it just boosted ratings for all three, just it's from it, one, just from two people. And you know what was what was funny about that was when was Vince was he didn't he wasn't that was when Vince was really listening to the crowd, yeah. Because Stone Cold was supposed to be a heel, yep. a rock hard heel, but for some reason the crowd, the way that they portrayed him, they made him into a face. Vince never wanted to be a heel. He went on record saying that he never wanted to be that. He never wanted to be that guy that everyone hated yeah. in the organization. But he had to do it because that's what the crowd wanted. Mm-hmm. And that was really when wrestling took off. Yeah. That was when WWE became this massive thing because of the sacrifice Vince made for his own character. Mm-hmm. You know, Now he, he has to continue that persona, even though Vince in real life is actually a really cool dude. Oh, yeah. So yeah. like it's... You know, it's all kayfabe, but at the same time, he never wanted his character to be that way. But because of what happened, because of what the crowd went with with Stone Cold, he had to do it to himself to make him the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's good, good, best for business. Yeah, and it it made sense. You know, wrestling kind of straight away from that, but I think now they're kind of coming back to it. Hopefully. So. All right. It's time. I think it's time. I think it's time for uh for guilty or not guilty because we have the illustrious Joseph Lalian. We're going to give him two chances for guilty or not guilty. 
we all ha- we both have one. So oh, would you like to go first, Aaron? Uh yeah. Let's see if I remember it. Um Josh Rosen will not be a Cardinal next year. Hmm. I would say Guilty. I don't think he's gonna be a Cardinal because I think they're gonna draft Kyler Murray number one overall, and Josh Rosen's just gonna go bye bye. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say not guilty on that, be- only because I'm pretty sure you haven't seen this headline. Um, Josh Rosen trade rumors: the Cardinals are not shopping quarterback amid Kyler Murray buzz. That yeah. just that just came out. Um, what's today? The seventh? That came out yesterday. Today's the sixth. So then it came out today. <laughs> what is wrong with me today? Oh my god! Today's the sixth. Number. So Jesus. the seventh is not even here yet. Okay. Well, He's protecting the future people. Yes. So that's got to be like February. It's March. It says March sixth, twenty nineteen. You said well, you said the seventh. So yeah, I was gonna fuck myself. Well, I thought today was the seventh, and I thought this came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm a bore. <laughs> You're an idiot. Okay. Well, I'm going to say not guilty also because honestly, I just I, I don't think the Cardinals are done with him. I, I think they're they still have they they still have him for, uh, some sights into him. Like they could develop him more. The Car- I, just 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 by going what the team has done the past few years, I, I think that's where it could go. All right. And I think the Cardinals um, they've come out and said numerous occasions that they're sticking with their guns. And even though Josh Rosen didn't have such a big year, that they're, he's still developing into the NFL, and they want to see that development. You know, and I also think it's because they don't want to be, they don't want to seem that they're. I mean, he was the fourth quarterback taken in that draft, and I don't think they want to. They want that first round pick to go to waste. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. can't. But him. if they do trade him, they're trading him for a first round pick. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, either way, they take Kyler Murray first overall, and they can get another first round out of it. We'll see what happens come draft day. But if a deal happens, it's going to be on draft day. And it's going to be pretty major. Yeah, I would think so. But we'll see if the if the Cardinals take Kyler Murray first overall. If they don't take him, then you know your answer. If they take Kyler Murray, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But I'm gonna for now. I'm gonna say not guilty. But it all depends on draft day. Can't wait for it. Um, mine is uh, with Harper's recent comments about Mike Trout. Hmm. Because he came out. Was it yesterday or today? Saying that. If you think that I'm not going to call Mike Trout for to have him on the Phillies in 2020, you're then you're mind. then you're crazy. Yeah. Um, with his recent comments about Mike Trout, there were reports about the Angels and Mike Trout coming to a deal. With the comments that Harper made, the Angels will offer Mike Trout a record extension deal. Four hundred million. No. Be a no, lot. It's think, gonna be a lot. No, I think I think it's gonna be more than the three thirty that Harper's got, but I think it's gonna be shorter time. I think I'm thinking ten years, three fifty. That's still a lot. Will he take it? I don't think so. I think he'll leave L.A. Because he think if he comes to Philly, he's closer to home because he's from New Jersey. Right. But you you also got to think though if uh, if they're offering ten like if they offer like say they offered if they offer ten years three fifty. Uh, they should have some opt-out clauses in there, but that'll be 35 mil a year. Um, they're not going to be able to make any more moves to bolster that team. So is Mike Trout willing to stay with the Angels on a team that's just going to be him and just some mediocre, uh, mediocrity around him no. for years to come? It's not happening. You know. Here, here's the thing. I will say 
not guilty, but I don't think he's going to go to the Phillies. I think another team will swoop in. Probably the Yankees. M-E-T-S, Mets, Mets, Mets. I, I would hope, but uh, we have too many outfielders already. I'll just say that. But Too uh, many shitty outfielders. I'm yeah. just kidding. But I'm not kidding. I have a feeling another team is going to swoop in and give him a better deal. and Come to Seattle. And, you never know. That That's the way I'm seeing it. Go chill with D. Gordon over there. Yeah. <laughs> but like you said, he wants to be home. It's closer you to home think, than Philly. But you think is you think that's a that's a factor in his mind? I, I would rather so. I would rather test free agency than sign the extension because you could probably make more money in free agency. I think it also depends on how the Phillies do this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if they if they look well, I think it's more incentive that Trout will sign with Harper. I think it gives Harper more of an advantage. But I'm actually gonna say uh, I'm actually gonna say guilty on them offering the extension. Because Harper's Harper is Harper's plan. He needs, came out and said that his plan is to go after Mike Trout in free agency next year. Was he, it LeBron James? Yeah, for real. He's trying to be. He's get well. He's getting paid like LeBron James. Oh, um, Har- Harper's jersey sale broke LeBron James's record in twenty four hours. His, nice. his number three Philly jersey. Um, but anyway, but because because of the comment, if Harper shouldn't have said anything. I think we can all agree. He yeah. shouldn't have he shouldn't yeah. have said anything. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Under the radar. But be, only because of his comments, the Angels are are I think they're going to offer him some type of extension. Yeah. That that was the dumbest move by Harper right there. Is, except for saying that he's going to bring a title to DC. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was yeah. So, fucking stupid. So yeah, I, I I think that that, that was the most can you, thing. Can you say. imagine if Washington wins the title this year? I oh would my laugh God. my Can ass you imagine if the Nationals yeah. win? I know. I, as much as I don't want to see them win, Harper would have brought a yeah. title to DC, if, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, even Syndergaard even played uh, yeah, on the yeah. tweet like that. Oh, yeah. We're all here to bring a title to DC. Oops, Queens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna say guilty. I think the Angels just just because of his comments, like you never tell your enemy what you're planning on doing. Exactly. In you no. never like you. you Come on, art of war, dude. Like you... It's like going into a poker game and saying, "Hey, look, I have pocket aces. I'm going all in." Hey, look, listen. <laughs> two two hands from now, I'm gonna shove all in. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like me saying, "All right, I'm betting eight on the eight. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, Jim, but you, Jim but, does that all the time. Yeah, well, but you don't know. You know if I'm serious though. <laughs> I have a pocket pair. I guess I'll call. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think just because of those comments, if he never said anything. It'd be a different story, but just yeah. because they made those comments, I think the Angels will take that in, take that oh, into yeah. consideration, and they're yep. they're going to offer him an extension. Yep. I'm saying guilty. Yes, no, not guilty for here. All right, so I'm going to start with this one because I forgot the other one. <laughs> um, Kofi Kingston getting a chance at the WWE title at WrestleMania. I'm hoping, and so I'm going to say guilty. I'm hoping that he gets this title shot because. He deserves it. After 100%. the performance he put on the these past few weeks, he definitely deserves this stuff. Even though that was supposed to be Mustafa Ali in that situation, you can't deny the Such fact of what really is. Kingston had did in those two moments alone to bring the hype back to that title, honestly. And you know, yeah, and that title with, with Daniel Bryan and everything like that, that title just kind of seemed to be dwindling. But yeah. that... I said it last show that the what made the elimination chamber so well, what what made it good was 
not the Elimination Chamber match. It was the match until it was down to Brian and Kofi. and Kofi. Yeah. Yes. Then it became an epic match. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we can now we can really fully see that yeah, Kofi has what it, he has the chops to make it on the main stage. It's about time, you know. But also, he can put on a good match with Daniel Bryan. Absolutely, and he can put well, a good, good match with anyone. Yeah, he uh, he can put on a good match regardless. And he's been in the, he's been in he's been in the organization for so long that it's deserving. Yes, you know. And I'm saying guilty only because of what, how how he's been looking, which is great. But also, the crowd is there. And if the McMahons are really saying that they're going to be listening to the universe. You got to give Kofi the shot. Yes, yes. And you got and why yeah. and why not make him win? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say guilty as long as Vince doesn't get in the way. Yes, yes, because that's that's another thing. Um, what we mentioned before about black superstars the never being it. never. Yep. I thought we we mentioned it a little bit. I don't know. I don't think so. There's never been a WWE champion. That was, that was black. That was black. No, it's never happened. You can't say the Rock, Rock smelling. Right, but I mean, but like you, you can ne- you can never say. Well, well, WWE champion or WCW champ? Because wasn't Mark? Wait, was Mark Henry one? No, no yeah, Mark Henry was a WWE. Oh, champion. that's right, he was. So I, f- I retract. I'm, I apologize. I retract the statement. Yeah, Mark Henry was I a think WWE about champion. It. Well, no, what was it the title that was from WCW though? That title? No, it was it was a it was a WWE champion. He was World Heavyweight. You didn't hold the you, you hold the held the WWE championship. But you didn't hold the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay, so oh, yeah, so we'll say World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, but even still, I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it's very it's been but few it's and like, far between. Yeah, that's right, how yeah. that's how Vince goes. Like, yeah, but Vince is a big fan of bigger superstars. So if Vince gets in the way, then it's going to be Bobby Lashley. Fuck Bobby Lashley, botch and machine. He's a botch machine. I I don't I'm not a fan. Yeah, no. But because of Vince's love for larger wrestlers, and it's pretty infamous. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Vince doesn't get in the way, I I, I agree with that. Yeah. But because of because of the universe is is so behind Kofi, how are you not going to give him the shot? Yeah. No, you you can't ignore him. You, you just can't. Because if you do, I'm if he doesn't get the title shot at at WrestleMania, I think they're going to lose a lot of fans. I really do because here here comes the AEW storming in to sign some WWE universe. Absolutely. Yeah. The I, the AEW is going to steal fans away from the WWE if uh, I I don't if they d- don't give Kofi at least a title shot. Yeah. If they don't put the title on Kofi, that's one thing. If they don't give t- Kofi a title shot, I I see bad things happening. Yep, me too. And it also plays in the fact that it could be it could be match of the year. Yeah. But we also thought that for AJ and Shinsuke, and look what happened to that. Yeah, that that was dud. That was a dud. The right, the creative team was not good on that one. No, but uh, for the the second guilty or not guilty that I had, now that I have remembers and thank you for handing me the notepad. You're very welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. Uh, um, the XFL is going to be bigger than the AAF, and I'm going to say guilty because of what the AAF has been doing lately, and kind of looking for investors to help pay these players that are playing right now I it's kind of sad because the the AAF just like kind of appeared out of nowhere they did what the XFL did the first time mm-hmm. and it was just like yeah we, we got the money although the XFL was able to pay their players the first go around anyway but there's not enough 
sponsorship and not enough exposure for the AAF. I don't think because the, there's only two games on CBS this whole year, and that was the very first game that they aired and the championship game. Mm-hmm. Everything else is on CBS Network, which not many people get, there's, and the NFL Network. The championship game already? No, 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 that, no that, that, but it will be. Yeah, oh. it will be on CBS. That's that's all it is. And CBS was advertising this thing for a while, and didn't even know. Yeah, exactly. Nobody knew about it. Well, probably because I don't have cable. But and I'm and, a I'm a Birmingham Iron fan because they're a Pittsburgh affiliate. That's really the only reason. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Anyway. But I also think it's mainly because of some of the rules that the AAF has that the XFL are going to be using different rules. Like kickoffs. The AAF took them away. Mm-hmm. The XFL is implementing a different system for kickoffs. Instead of you know one team lining up at the 30 and the other team like being the rest of the field, they're going to have the, the two teams line up five yards apart midway down the field. But you could still do onside kicks and things like that. It's just to minimize the injuries of going yeah. full force down the field. Yeah, that's smart. So, and there's been video uh, reviews of this, the, the the just the practice games that they do with the colleges, and the refs were like, you know, this is this is good. It works. It works. And even the the students who are doing this these practice games are like, this is fun because it's not taken away from the game. Yeah, you're still using the same things of the game. Just you know, it's in a different view of how to do it. So I'll be betting heavily on no kick returns for a touchdown. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going to be it. Uh, um, I, I'm going to say guilty because I feel like more... Because they have Vince in the XFL. It's more money, so definitely widespread. You can actually back it, so I would say guilty. I'm going to also say guilty initially. I think initially when the XFL comes back that they're going to be a little bit bigger only because the XFL does have some history. Yeah, it does. The AAF yeah. doesn't have history yet. So I think, you know, it, and all, I think the AAF are going to, they're going to try to um, kind of sign bigger players that kind of fell in the NFL because they kind of did with like, like Trent Richardson and Nick Novak and all those guys. They're in the AAF, mm-hmm. but there's really not of no names on that, on those squads yet. Yeah. I think down the road, there's going to be some bigger names in that league. So I think later on, it could be a bigger a bigger a bigger dogfight between AAF and XFL but just because the XFL had a history I think yeah. they're going to be bigger initially the way I also see it too is that the AAF wants to be affiliated with the NFL and I can see that being more of a development league than anything else for the NFL to so where people might forego college football and go to that so they could get you know paid to play because that's a whole big thing with the colleges but I see the XFL being its own thing. Yeah. Because they don't, they want to be affiliated with the NFL, so I see them being their own whole brand to where they could develop and put players onto the field right away to where they have... If they want to go to college and come over, fine. If they want to just come straight to the XFL, fine. Because they said that they don't want to put a limit on how long you have to come into the XFL. They're, not, they're looking to not have that three-year rule. So... There you go. Mm. All right. Well, we'll see what happens, but yeah, yeah that's cool. Listen, um, Joe, seriously, thanks for coming on, man. No problem. It's, yeah, it's it good to have you. Great to yes. have you. Yeah. Um, guys, uh, like I said, we're not going to do the question or anything. 
Um, mainly because we're uh, 20 minutes over. Jesus. <laughs> An hour 50 minutes we were at this already. Oh, my God. Um, oh, wow. Listen, so, but we are going to post a question and some prediction stuff on our page. So go on and answer those for your chance to win two free games at High Tour Lanes and West Havistraw. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, thank you so much, iTunes, for, yeah, uh, for uh, evaluating and accepting us. It's good to be here. It's good to be in our, in our new home. Um, well, not our new home, but moving into our second home. Yes. Um, but it's definitely good to be here. Um, we appreciate all you guys. Uh, subscribe. And um, like share leave everything. ratings, share us, uh, let us, you know, let let the world know that mass is a big thing. Uh, we're making big moves, and uh, I'm looking forward to the future of the show. So am I. Especially if we have we have awesome guests like Joe come on. Yeah, I mean it's and it's if great. You're, if you're a big wrestling fan, also don't forget to listen to the Market Smart Connection podcast. Like I said, you can always find us on F- Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and uh, Podbean. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Mark and Smark. And yeah, subscribe if you're a big wrestling fan because we always do a weekly podcast ourselves. Yeah, we're on also Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Mass Podcast. Look us up. Ready to be everywhere. Everywhere. Guys, listen, thank you so much. Joe, thank you very much for coming on. Yes, hey, man, thank, thank you for you. having me. Appreciate um, it. We will uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. All right. Peace. Peace.